Hello. I just thought I'd make a little mini episode to give you a bit of an update uh, where I'm at. So, little disclaimer beforehand, I'm in my office. My neighbours on both sides are very noisy, so if one of them answers the phone, I'm sorry about that, maybe I'll pause. And also, I'm right next to the train tracks, so it's optimal conditions for recording a podcast. Uh, Yeah, so... I kind of wanted to update you on my pregnancy after loss situation and out of respect for my next guest, I didn't really want to talk about it on the beginning of that episode as they're still struggling. So I thought I'd just do a kind of mini episode. So after I last told you, I was waiting for an ultrasound to see what was going on. So I had that ultrasound last Monday and everything looked fine compared to the last two pregnancies where my gestational sac was way too small. It was a good size, so that was nice. I've got another scan planned for Monday when I would be nine weeks to see what's going on. Just, yeah, right now it's been one week um, since all of my symptoms have disappeared, so the anxiety is real. Yeah, so, um, the other good news then is that my thyroid levels are looking really good. Um, they were bad in the beginning, so I had them checked when I got the positive pregnancy test and they were not good. Uh, so my doctor told me to double my meds, which I did, and now four weeks later, uh, everything looks great in that regard, but the question is, is it too late or not? I don't know. You know, everybody knows this bloody limbo feeling. You just don't know what's going on inside your own body. Oh, it's so annoying. Um, I think, though, for me, what's made it harder now is that before I had the first scan, I wasn't allowing myself to be positive. And I really think that when I was there with Wanda, if there had been nothing or no heartbeat or whatever, I'd prepared myself well enough to deal with it. But once you've seen the heartbeat and the little baby, it makes it so much harder. Harder, I mean, to, like, stop myself from thinking, oh, yeah, maybe it'll be okay. Or, you know, thinking about the future. And I'm still trying to do that, but at the same time, I don't even want to do that, you know? Like, why should I stop myself? It's so annoying. And even when I, you know, I'm going to places like I feel like shit, and in the the lab, for example, where I'm going to get my blood test, if you're pregnant, you can go to the front of the line. And I just feel like an imposter most of the time, so I just stand in the line. You know, like, for all I know, I'm saying I'm pregnant, but am I? I don't know. And I went to see midwife for the first appointment with her, and I'd put it off, like, for quite a long time. Because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, yeah, I'm just wasting time. Wasting her time, wasting my time. I'm not legitimate. Am I even pregnant? I don't even know. I think I'm kind of starting to regret not becoming an ultrasound technician as my career path. <laughs> and being able to just have one in my home and <laughs> check every day. <laughs> probably drive myself even more crazy i have had the usual funny cravings though i always eat raw red onion when i'm pregnant but like 
you know, on its own, not like in a salad or anything. I just have to eat raw red onion chopped up. Mm, delicious. And I've just got this like huge craving for melon sorbet, melon ice cream, whatever. I don't care. I just need the melon. Not an actual melon, melon ice cream. Uh, can't find it anywhere. Okay, I'm sorry, but I just very abruptly stopped there. Um, after going on about melon ice cream. And so now, like, it's a little bit later. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, very kind of in a really awkward transition, move into part two of this episode. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you now that I still haven't managed to find any melon ice cream. Okay. All right, I'm back again. Um, I had a little pause there. It's now a little bit later. So I was talking about uh, a scan that I was going to have, another scan after my symptoms had disappeared. So I had that scan uh, last Monday. So it's a week ago now and everything was fine. Uh, I was really shocked, I suppose. Yeah, every time, every time I go in now and see that everything's okay, I'm shocked and then relieved for a couple of days and then stressed again. Yeah, so last Monday everything was fine. Today, I'm supposed to go into the high-risk pregnancy hospital. Um, so the midwife sent me in there to have an appointment with a specialist doctor. Um, yeah, and he's supposed to decide whether he needs to follow me through the pregnancy or whether it's okay for the, the midwife to do it. I'm kind of nervous about that because I don't know like how he's going to react. Already, I don't like seeing male doctors uh, for anything gynecological or pregnancy related sorry guys just don't um had enough bad experiences and been treated in ways that i haven't really appreciated that have just never happened with women so yeah that's my reason um yeah also i'm like i'm taking a medication that's not available in france in this country and the french don't really like when you do things like that <laughs> so I don't know how he's gonna react um yeah I just couldn't cope with the generic medication that they give here it just doesn't work uh proofs in the pudding as well like this new medication I'm not depressed I'm doing well I'm feeling good managed to get pregnant so far managed to keep that pregnancy so yeah I'm not gonna take any shit basically like if he tries to stop me from doing it the way that I'm doing it and the way that's working for me then I'll I don't know what I'll do, but I won't listen to him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to be my own advocate. I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to do this the way that I feel comfortable with. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Also, yeah, some more feelings that I've been having in this pregnancy after loss journey. Kind of since I had that second scan and everything was okay still. I'm sure I was already quite surprised by it. The feelings have changed a little bit. And while I'm still in that feeling of what if it dies I've started to get these feelings of what if it lives now as well like a kind of feeling a bit tortured by the idea of this baby kind of being there when my other three babies didn't make it and and then I feel guilty for feeling that way I don't know if that's really articulated very well I don't know if anyone can relate to that maybe I've just kind of got this feeling that my first baby that died and there's nothing wrong with it there was something wrong with me so that baby should have lived really so yeah if this baby does live uh, it's going to be very lucky to be in this world it's a strange time and a strange feeling and 
Uh, yeah, I hope and pray that everything's going to be okay. I'm at ten weeks today, so it's the, the farthest I've been for a while. My first loss, I made it to 12 weeks, but I, I can't really be sure with my first loss when exactly the baby died, because they told me uh, just before I had my DNC that it had stopped growing at eight weeks, but and I'm sure I've said this before, I had had a scan at like nine plus five, so it didn't make sense. But I did ask a, a midwife about that uh, a while later, and she said to me that once the baby's heart stops, um, it can start to shrink in size. So I guess in that sense, it can be difficult to know when exactly it died. So yeah, I was I was exactly twelve weeks um, when I when I started spotting and went in the hospital and found out. So yeah, it could have been anywhere between nine plus five and twelve weeks. So I guess that means that if I'm 10 weeks now, there is a chance that this is the, the farthest I've come uh, since my first pregnancy. I, just, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, I don't know if they're going to do a scan for me today. I really hope that they do, just for that bit of reassurance. Yeah, just a, yeah, one of those times. I'd love it if I worked in a hospital. <laughs> do a sneaky little ultrasound every day. <laughs> my symptoms did come back, though. I did start getting nauseous again. It's definitely coming and going. And I don't know, like, I mean, my my very first pregnancy went to term. And I'm trying to think, oh, was it like that, that time? Was it like this? Did that happen? And I was just so blissfully unaware in that first pregnancy that I just didn't take note of anything. I uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I didn't. Now, like, obviously, the, the past um, three pregnancies and this fourth one, I'm hyper aware of everything. But yeah, I'm trying to compare it to my, my pregnancy that went to term and I just can't, can't remember. But yeah, I mean, it's been reassuring to have um, a bit of nausea back. Definitely got a bit of a belly now, which is nice. Yeah, I just, again, they're thinking about the, the stress and the trauma of this. I just wanted to reiterate as well, like, how important it is to be your own advocate. Don't accept to have three losses before you get your own health checked out. It's not normal. It's not okay. I had and still have a chronic illness that's not curable but is manageable. And if I'd gone to a doctor and said, I'm absolutely exhausted, I'm putting on lots of weight, uh, my neck's swollen up, my hair's falling out, it probably would have tested my thyroid. But because my symptoms were having my babies die, they were ignored, which is nothing other than misogyny. So if there's anything within your power that you can do to change doctors to do any kind of tests if you've got the resources to to pay for tests privately do it please find a good doctor pay for those private tests if you can but don't wait to have three losses before you find help and also maybe it is unexplained infertility and in this case don't put yourself through a battery of tests invasive procedures and all this stuff before your partner's had anything done. Male fact is a huge thing as well that's completely neglected. But if you're getting tested and they're not finding anything, he should be getting tested too. Uh, I've mentioned on Instagram as well that I'm trying to put together like a kind of two or three part series maybe where I talk about this, the fact that we're forced to suffer three losses before anybody takes us seriously or does anything about our health problems. 
Um, yeah, I've had um, quite a lot of response about that, but I'm still looking for people as well. So if you'd like to talk about your experience or contribute to that in any way, be it um, through a recorded uh, conversation with me or if you just want to write about your experience or whatever it is, please um, feel free to get in touch. You can do that via Instagram or you can do it on waitingformargo.com. Uh, and other very good news as well, I just wanted to mention as well, Karen Kristen, um, who you'll remember from episode 7. Her little boy was born with Down syndrome, she wasn't aware when she was pregnant, and then he had to have open heart surgery. She was speaking about how she was dealing with her, his diagnosis and prepping for the surgery. So yeah, the good news is that he's had his surgery, and while obviously... That was a really difficult time for the family. He's doing really well now and they're back home. So that's great news. Shout out as well to Dash, who's my first guest. Uh, she's finishing up her master's while looking after twins. So congrats to her as well. As always, I'd be really, really, really grateful if you like, subscribe, uh, rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, um, all those things. It really, really helps with uh, visibility, um, helping other people to find it. So yeah, really, really, really appreciative of that if you are able to do so. Love it when you get in touch as well. If you want to get involved or just want to give me some feedback, I'm really, really happy to hear from you. Uh, so that's it then. Hopefully, if my pregnancy continues, I'll carry on doing these kind of mini episodes um, with a with a trigger warning, so I can avoid talking about that. You know, people who are still struggling and don't really want to hear about that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'll see how it goes in my appointment today, and then hopefully uh, <laughs> I can carry on with these little episodes. So have a lovely week. Hope you get through Monday as best you can. And yeah, I'll see you next week.